Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the show. My name's Tim Doyle, and this is Project Sports. Enjoy the show. What's going on, projectors? Welcome back to Project Sports. My name's Tim Doyle, and we have Caleb Maciel on the show. Today, I am excited to have him on. Caleb, what's going on, man? What is going on? Week hey, six is here. Week six is here. The NFL is off to a rock and start this week. Thursday Night Football. We had the Buccaneers versus whoever they played, which was probably the Eagles. Yeah, that was a good game. Um, I really liked Jalen Hurts uh, off this game and his comeback. But uh, Buccaneers played well through pretty much two, three quarters, and they let him back in. And there's actually been some big news on the Eagles front. I don't know if you've heard about the Arizona Cardinals and Jason Ertz trade, but, you know, there we go. He got traded to the Cardinals. So um, maybe some thoughts on that, maybe some thoughts on the Buccaneers game. We're going to jump right into making the picks for this week because we have a lot of excitement to get to with the EPL. I think uh, we watched some games today. We were impressed. We're excited. We're ready to go. So uh, Buccaneers-Eagles, what would you think of Jalen Hurts? If you watch the game, and how do we proceed going forward at the tight end position for the Eagles and with the Cardinals? Yeah, I, I uh, definitely watched the game. Ertz, I guess I don't feel the same way about Ertz as you do. Mm. I think he's good. He's he's still really young. This is his. Um, I, I, he's you know, he's he's a name. You know, I, I've got some thoughts. Yeah. on him. He's a name. So I, when he's, I project it like that, I mean, he's a, he's a you know going to be a Hall of Famer. He's a good he's a good player, and I think he has potential to segue better but i think that there's here i'll say this because i want to give you this thought and idea i have i think he started to play well with jalen hurts and young qbs do well with good with uh tight ends and especially veteran tight ends so will that be a problem for jalen going forward or is this going to be a scratch and we're good to go and they don't have a lot of firepower so i I, i'm not really understanding why the eagles let him go in the first place so oh okay so um sorry you're saying are you saying jalen hurts or are you saying zach Ertz? zach Ertz, jalen hurts Yes, okay. <laughs> I got confused on the names here. Yeah, you're good, you're good. Um, yeah, Zach, I mean, Zach Ertz, yeah, he's that veteran tight end, but they got the other guy in there, um, Dallas Goddard, who... Yes. I mean, I'm personally pretty excited about this because I have Dallas Goddard in some a couple fantasy leagues, and Zach Ertz always, you know, they're kind of just sharing time, so not one of them don't have, like, the full load of the tight end position on that team. So now that Goddard has it to himself... I think he'll do fine, and honestly, uh, so, the Cardinals, they just lost their, their starting tight end to an injury for the year, so now getting Ertz in there is going to help them. So Caleb well. likes the selfish reps of fantasy football for, for, God, for Goddard. Yes, yes. Okay, and, and, and I mean, that's that's a great point. I mean, you're talking fantasy owners. That's a, that's a plus. It's a huge plus. Goddard's a good player. Um, I, I, I do think there'll be a little, I don't know, I think there's some wisdom, some veteranship in there. I could be wrong, but it seems like he was connecting with him a little bit, especially in this game, and then all of a sudden he's gone. And then uh, going forward, I think it's a cool little piece for the, the um, I think it helps Ertz relax a little bit. He doesn't have to do so much in the Cardinals offense, and he could still be productive. I think it's a good thing for the, the Cardinals. It adds a layer to their offense that could develop them more, and they're already scary. I mean, that's the point with DeAndre Hopkins and A.J. Green and Kyler Murray, so it just makes him more of a threat. Yeah, for sure. I mean, Ertz, you know, he's a he's a veteran tight end. He's just going to go in there and take care of business. Like, he's not going to be the main guy. He's just another another piece, so yeah, definitely. And again, I think the GOAT played great. Tom Brady played great. He bounced back from playing against the Patriots, so I think he had a really poor f- performance, which kind of, we were talking about the top six last week with the uh, quarterbacks, and maybe that was a deciding factor in bumping him out on that on that top that top six. 
It could be. It could be a factor. I thought about it more. Um, it was a very emotional game for Brady, so I kind of still gave him that fifth spot, but obviously I like the pushback. I like your, your guys' perspective on this, other people chiming in. Um, do you have any thoughts on Brady going into this game? Yeah, I mean, Brady was Brady. I think I think for with the Patriots, I wasn't too surprised that he was kind of off his game. Yeah, he's probably just running super high on emotions. You can't you can't blame him. He is human after all. So, but coming in here and the, his previous game too, like this is the this is his second game since the Patriots game. Yeah. And last, I think last week he had what like five touchdown passes. Yes, yes, crazy. you're right. You're right. He you're went right. off. So, yeah, Brady's back to his normal self for sure. Yeah, it was good. It was good to see him get out there, air it out. Um, yeah, I guess the next game is people might look at as I don't know, kill. I enjoy watching young QBs. I like watching Trevor Lawrence. He still plays well. He's on a bad team. The Jaguars versus Dolphins. Watch your thoughts on this game. I know it's you know not like a high-studded you know, win-loss ratio over here, but these teams still fight for something. I like watching Trevor Lawrence. I like watching the young... I, I, I'm still actually rooting to see Tua play well, and I, know, I don't know if he'll have the chance going forward, but for me, the young QBs going at it, I hope they play better defense, but... I'm excited for the Jaguars game. Um, I, th- I think that the Jags are, can pull this one out. I think they have a better offense. They, I think that Trevor Lawrence plays well with the offense of the Jaguars. And I like that kid, Chenault. You know what I'm talking about? I can't. I don't know how to pronounce that last name. But the wide yes. receiver, the young wide receiver, he's really good. And I enjoy watching him play. And they've got some magic going. And, yeah, that's my thoughts on it. What, what do you think? Yeah, same. I mean, it's the story is the, the QBs, Tua versus Lawrence and... Yeah, I'm with you, though. I enjoy watching the young QBs, seeing them grow, seeing them make mistakes and all that. It's uh, it's part of the process, but, it's yeah, it's fun to watch for sure. Mm-hmm. Okay, so I'm going to pick the the um, yeah, the yeah Jaguars on this one. Yeah, I'm, then, I'm, I'm with you, actually. I'm picking the me? Jaguars, too. Heck, yeah. I like it. I like it. All right, this one's a good one because we've seen – got, we got the Minnesota Vikings, Carolina Panthers. We've seen the Vikings struggle uh, offensively past couple weeks they lost a game against the Bears and then they pulled out a game in the fourth quarter last week um Carolina Panthers have played well they dropped a game last week Sam Darnold has looked good he's looked all right I don't know I don't know what to think of this one we got CMC is out but Hubbard looks pretty good as a backup I really want to go on a limb and take Kirk Cousins here in the Viking spot um even though he's coming off of you know maybe a little bit of a downward performance but I still think the, the veteran gets it over on uh, Sam Darnold. So what's your thoughts on this one? Yeah, I'm also taking the Vikings. I, I mean, I think the Panthers are kind of, they started out hot, but since losing CMC, they, they lost their last two games. So mm-hmm. I don't know. I just feel like CMC is such a big hit for their offense that I just don't see them continuing on the run that they started off, I guess, until they get CMC back, but healthy too. So yeah, I'm yeah. taking the Vikings as well. I like this. Um, yeah, Viking, Vikings all the way for sure. All right, this is a big one. Um, I hope I'm able to watch this game because it, it's going to be probably one of the – I mean, it has the potential to be one of the best games of the year. we got Chargers and Ravens, and I think, you know, I've been thinking about Lamar Jackson more and more, and we talked about him a little bit over the text line. I really am liking his throws, um, his longevity, the way his body is performing over time, and how successful he's been. And he's tearing up the league this year, and I don't know. I might even throw him into my top six now because Lamar has really proved to me that he can sustain his greatness. I'm not saying he's going to still last 10 years, but what I'm saying is 
he's proven to me he can go out week to week and win and maybe win some big games down the road. And we talked about the to see a Ravens-Bills AFC championship game would be pretty sweet. But Chargers versus Ravens, this game should be hot. It should be awesome. We've got um, Justin Herbert on the other side put on an absolute show last week with the Browns. I'm excited for it. I think the Ravens can actually pull this out and beat the Chargers. So I'm going to go Ravens here. What's your pick? Well, this is our first uh, disagreement, I guess. I'm taking the Chargers. All right. I'm just like, well, shout out to uh, our boy, Jake McCracken, for the Chargers, I guess. The Chargers are like the most fun team to watch so far this year. Absolutely. I don't know. That's like everyone that's hopping on that bandwagon, you can put me in there. Just as like not a, a fan of the team, but just love watching them. And Herbert is such a beast. Mike Williams is finally good. Uh, he has so much potential and is always... His route was, running. Yeah, he was always, like, never lived up to uh, expectations. But this year, he's finally, like, what everyone expected. And, you know, Eckler, Austin Eckler is... F- phenomenal. So good, so good. Uh, so, great, yeah. on the, great on the goal line. He is, like, he's, unstoppable 20 yards in. He's Yeah, he's, he's you know, I, I don't think he gets the... The respect he deserves as like one of those top running backs in the game, like you know, like a Dalvin Cook or a yeah, a CMC. Jones, like, CMC. But I think, I think he's up there. Honestly, I think he's definitely up there. I would agree with and you. And my pick of the Chargers is not a knock on the Ravens at all. I think, like you said, Lamar Jackson to me is he was in my top six, I believe, and I think he belongs in there. And the Ravens, they're just you know their defense. I think has not is not the same defense that we're used to the 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 Ravens having. Mm-hmm. And yeah, I just think the Chargers are like really hot right now, and they're gonna take care of business. Yeah, it always seems like last week they had a response when they played against the the Browns. The Browns were running it down their throat, and the Chargers just kept, okay, cool, here I'm gonna match you. And it was like it was almost effortless. It was crazy, especially with Mike Williams, and they kept breaking off the route, and he would go deep. And you're like, what the heck? He's wide open again. It, it was unbelievable, and you could see it was, you could see it was Herbert looking, looking off receivers, and just picking them out like he was nothing. It, like you said, entertaining team to watch. Austin Eckler, you know, it, it's, it's, it's a fun season so far. I really, I'm really gonna enjoy this matchup. I really hope it lives up to the potential of what it could be. Um, Next game we got, uh, maybe a little boring, I don't know. We got a backup in Saquon Barkley, Booker's coming in. We got the New York Giants versus the L.A. Rams. Uh, I think, you know, the L.A. Rams will probably win this handily. They're a good team, good squad. Matthew Stafford, looking for a lot of points, fantasy points this week from him, maybe beating up on a bad defense, taking advantage of Daniel Jones. Uh, He got hurt last week, so maybe even the backup. We actually played pretty good last week. I forget, it was a veteran, right? Can't remember his name, but um, he, he played pretty well. And who you got on this one? Yeah, I'm with you. I think this is a pretty easy one with the Rams. Not not too much to say about uh, the Giants. They're just trash. So. Yeah, they are. We, <laughs> and we, losing Saquon like doesn't help. So we, a couple know. weeks ago, we gave Aaron Donald some love. Can we give Cooper Cup some love? This man, man, Cooper is a Cup machine. is a beast. He is beast. I don't know how He's he like, does it. One of those other like just like um, Austin Eckler. He's on the wide receiver side. He's one of those guys that just doesn't get the same kind of, you know, respect, I guess, that the other wide receivers like uh, Devontae Adams, Hopkins, and Tyreek Hill and those guys. But Cooper Cup has just been destroying people with his route running and his ability to just run after the catch. And he's just he's just been so good. He's probably the, the best receiver so far this year. In the young season yeah. so far, you know, like in the six or after five weeks, he's probably the best one so far. So Yeah, it's consistent. Yeah, definitely the Rams. 
His uh, consistency is wild, and I'm very impressed too. I'm glad we're on the same page with that too. It's, it's, he's, he's fun to watch. I mean, that's all you can say is he's fun to watch. He's fun to engage with, and you're, especially in fantasy, he's, he's pulling up a lot of points. So there you go. Ah, battle of the stinkers. Not that I don't like the Colts, but the Texans versus the Colts. I'm so sick of watching the Texans, I, especially last week <laughs> when the Patriots played against them, and we, you know, we had to pull it out from from underneath us. But for me, the Texans are boring. I don't like their team. They're lame, and the Colts are probably going to curb stomp them. And and I really want to see the Colts push themselves to the to a place where they can actually compete for the division instead of being in last place. Pretty sure they're in last place right now behind your Titans, uh, third place. So, yeah, the Jags, but they still have a crappy record, and, and they, sh- they they shouldn't be there, especially with Carson Wentz. They pull out some games here. I hate the Colts, but they should be in a better spot, and they've got some good talent on that roster, and it's a little bit of a shame where they're at right now. I expect it better from them coming into the season. I think I maybe played them up a little too much, but I'll, I'll deal with that down the road if they don't make the playoffs. But – I'm sick of watching the Texans. How about you? <laughs> I really Yeah, am. well, actually, Texans almost beat the Patriots last week, so mm-hmm. that would have been embarrassing. It would have been. Um, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, yeah, I'm with you. I'm hesitantly taking the Colts because I hate the Colts. But anyways, <laughs> just you got to love the AFC South. You got the Titans at 3-2, and two, and then Texans and Colts at 1-4, and four, and the Jags at 0-5. Oh just the best, defi- the best division in the NFL so far. Or actually the worst, but still. <laughs> I was going to say, is this a joke? <laughs> yeah, that was a joke. <laughs> but yes, that division is so bad, and the Titans should run away with it. They're like, they're a decent team. They're pretty good. I think they're above average, but the other three yeah. teams have just been so disappointing that, yeah, I don't know. This is a trash game, but I'm taking the Colts. You know, like the Texans, when you lose Deshaun Watson, your whole team is just going to go down in tubes when you're putting in these backups that nobody heard of. So, yeah. Okay. We Take got the an- Colts. We got it. We got a big matchup here, and I don't know what you're gonna think of my pick here, but I'm. We got the Chiefs versus the Washington Football Team, and I'm quickly going with the Washington don't Football Team here. Yes, <laughs> I am. Yeah, I'm gonna do it, and you're gonna you're you're gonna see Sunday that this is this is gonna happen, and I feel like the defense can overcome it. They're playing terrible right now, and I have Heineke, whatever his whatever his name is, going for my fantasy football team, expecting big things from him. He's going to rip this defense apart, and they're, I think, pretty sure they're playing at home. So I don't trust the Chiefs right now, and I think this is a spot where they can really hit a low. And the, the Chiefs and Patrick Mahomes need to hit a low because they've been so pumped up the past few years, and I think that they need this for themselves to overcome some things that they're battling. And I don't know historically like how bad this defense is, but supposedly they're pretty bad, and maybe, maybe this will wake them up. I'm not sure. I don't know what the honey badger's doing out there, but dude, you're you're supposed to be a you know, an, uh, an all pro, and I don't know, it's it's just bad. But I'm gonna pick the Washington football team, so go ahead, pick the Chiefs and go against me. <laughs> yeah, definitely taking the Chiefs. I'm, I actually think they hit their low last week and on Monday Night it's Football. Not over. It's was not it Monday over. Night or something? I don't remember, but it's not over. They, you know, just like in national TV, the Bills just crushing them. So uh, I don't know. I feel like they're at their low right now, and they're gonna come out firing. I, I don't think it's going to be that close. So we are at the opposite ends of the spectrum what, we think, what we think is going to happen here. Yeah, I love. I used to, I used to love when this would happen to the Patriots when they would come out and be like two and three, or like they they would they would lose their first couple of games and then the media would go all over them and then they would come out swinging until October after Thanksgiving. They just crush people. 
and they would always play well in December. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. People nice coming out saying, saying Tom Brady's done. He's like, he's not good anymore. And yeah, they go and they go and win the Super Bowl. So. so that's what I'm doing with the Chiefs. I'm not picking them because I think they're going to lose, like long term. But I'm picking <laughs> picking them to lose so I can get the short term game. On you, right. so well, I know I know I'm gonna hear about it if, uh, <laughs> if Washington wins. Yeah, so. exactly. Just like when That'll the Vikings <laughs> lost to the, the Browns. All right, we got the Packers and Bears. Ooh, this will be a good matchup. The both teams are pretty good. I don't know about Justin Fields. I haven't really watched him that much, um, so I'm gonna pick the Packers here. But their defense is really good. The Chicago Bears, and they've been playing well so far. Yeah, I mean, I think this is an easy. Packers pick for me. Justin Fields is, you know, another, another rookie quarterback trying to learn how to play the game in the NFL. Rodgers usually smacks rookies, too. Yeah, exactly. So I think for me, it's easy, easily the Packers. All right. We'll move on quickly here. Bengals and Lions. Who do you got for this one? Uh, you know, I'm a big Joe Burrow fan, so yeah, I'm picking I'm the Bengals here. But yeah, who you going I'm with? with you there. Yeah. I'm it, with you. Yeah. Is it, there's Let's a change Bengals. this year in his offense and with him. He's he's they're they're better. Like they have yeah. fundamentally become more have sound you, uh, as a football team. Have you heard of um, Jamar Chase? Oh yes, I love Jamar Chase. <laughs> I love. I think Jamar. that's the I think that's the difference right there in their offense. They have a superstar wide receiver in the making. I, so dude, I love when he just jumps up on the sideline. He makes those like uh, old early two thousand type catches and just jumps straight up and will catch something and come down with the ball. He's he's so, yeah. he's a beast. He's, he reminds me so of um, what was that guy? Bolden, remember Anquan Bolden used to do that. Mm-hmm. Just just a big body on the on the sideline, going up the field and just going up and grab it. And he's not he's not as big as you would think he is either. Like he's he's just really athletic and large, as far as like right. width. And yeah, he's he's a great player. I like him a lot. They're a lot they have a lot of good wide receivers. And Higgins has been hurt, and he's T Y. Is it T Y Higgins or something? T H T Higgins T Higgins Tiggins T Higgins. We'll call him Tiggins. <laughs> T Higgins. All right. This is another huge matchup. Uh, I'm excited for this one. Obviously, I'm, I'm a Browns fan. I love the Browns. Browns versus Cardinals. I'm not going to pick the Browns. Oh, maybe I will. I don't know. <laughs> Wait, oh, man, you I are know. torn. Should I, go, should I go first on yeah, this go one? go first. Go first. <laughs> Since you're torn over here. Um, I'm actually a little torn, too. I, I can't make up my mind too much, but... I think, honestly, I'm going to pick the Browns on this one. I think they'll give the Cardinals their first loss. All and right. The one thing I'm excited about, kind of weirdly enough, is that Nick Chubb is not playing. Not that I'm happy he's not playing, but I just want to see um, Kareem Hunt get, like, the full workload and like, see him go off. They got the best backup in the NFL. Oh, my gosh. He's, like, he's just, he's probably a top 10, 15 running back just by himself. Never mind. Yeah. Having two of those guys on the same team is crazy. So, yeah, I mean, I'm excited for this game. This should be Another good one, and the Browns can put up a lot of points. So can the Cardinals. So hopefully this is a high-scoring game. Yeah. All right. I'm going to go on a win. I'm going to pick the Browns as well. <laughs> and uh, I, it is a lot of knock on Baker Mayfield and people coming at him. I think he usually does well under pressure. People put pressure on him. I think that he thrives in it. And what I don't know what's going on with OBJ, but he can just sit on the sideline the rest of the year and just let the Browns yeah. work. Because yeah. they, they're good without him, so it's whatever. But uh, I never was never a fan of him coming to the Browns. Kind of a, kind OBJ, of a what happened to OBJ? He's I don't like, know, man. He, just, he yeah. doesn't even perform. He was hurt. He came back. Now he's invisible. I, I don't know. I don't know what his deal is, but I'm going to pick the Browns on this one. Come on, baby. Come on, Browns. Don't let me down. <laughs> All right. Um, I'm going to skip over this next one. I'm going to go to this one here. The Raiders and Broncos. 
Obviously, there's some controversy with the Raiders coming into this week with uh, John Gruden. Breaking news from the Cherry Bomb over at uh, ESTN. We got Chris Cherry with the <laughs> breaking news on the John Gruden coach being fired from the team. I mean, how does this – this is going to affect the organization, the players going in, maybe in a positive way, negative way, but Broncos are playing well too. So uh, this, is, this is a tough pick for me, and I'm pretty sure they're playing at mile high. So I, I'm going to take the Broncos here. Maybe some emotions will run high. I, I don't see – I never see the Raiders as like a we're going to do it team together even in the midst of danger. They just <laughs> – they've always been kind of – Ah, we're the Raiders type of mentality, and I don't know. I just don't <laughs> see it. But I don't know if you have any op- like any types of thoughts on this, uh, on the Raiders' situation with the coach and how they're going to transition to a interim coach and maybe how players feel about John Gruden and all that kind of stuff. Uh, yeah, I have some, I have some thoughts. Mm-hmm. Um, I guess, I don't know, kind of just feel bad that it had to go down that way. And... It just, I don't know, it seems kind of messed up that, like, all his private emails got leaked like that, even though he said some pretty stupid stuff. So it's, like, the whole, all, just all around, just stupid situation. And just, you know, the Raiders were having a, a pretty good season, so I'm, I'm, like, interested to see how this, you know, makes them, like, rally together or just they're just going to, like, fall apart, fall into the yeah. depth of the <laughs> yeah. of the NFL and we're just not going to hear of. It's sad because he, Derek Carr is playing great, and it was fun to watch him play. It's not like it's... it's, it's yeah, it they is, started off 3-0. They were, like... Blazing. Well, so. They're blazing yeah, even yeah, in, exactly. their, in the midst of their defeats. They were still formidable and put up good games. Yeah, I agree. I'm, I'm with you. It, it, it's tough when this type of stuff happens because it's especially midweek when you're going into a game. It just I always feel bad for the players and like you know how do you transition to another coach so fast so quickly? And especially I mean it's the NFL. They're you know they're they're probably prepared, but emotionally for the players it's it, it's got to suck and. I think, you know, even understanding the entire situation, like how to how do, how do players go into this being like, all right, well, our coach is doing this and saying this. And then, you know, he kind of got the lame foot and pretty much was told to get out of here. And he made comments that were 10 years ago in an email that were that were not well said, but things that follow you. And it always makes you think, OK, well. Now I gotta button up and make sure my Twitter from ten years ago is gone, so I don't get in trouble. <laughs> but it, exactly. yeah, it's a, it's a, such an interesting yeah. situation. Yeah, I mean that's kind of it's the world we live in, and that's kind of the sad part right now that you can be held accountable for anything that you said in the last ten years. Like, mm-hmm. I mean, yeah, he should have been. He should he have been saying that stuff? Obviously not. Absolutely like, not. No. Yeah, absolutely not. So like, that's looks really bad on him, and it should because he shouldn't have said those kind of things. But nope. at the same time, like you're. I don't know. Your, what you say in your private life shouldn't be put out public like that, I think. But, yeah. you know, I guess as far as the game goes, I'm with you that I'm taking the Broncos. I think you said Broncos, right? Yes, I did. Yeah, I'm taking the Broncos as well. And not so much for, like, all the John Gruden drama and whatnot. I just think, I just think the Broncos are, like, a pretty good, solid they're, team. They're a solid team, yeah. Yeah, I agree. I think, they're, I think they're a playoff. They're, like, a borderline playoff team this year, and I think they're going to be competing in pretty much, like, every game they're in. So... I'll take the Broncos here. Well, I was a, close, at a, uh, a close win. I was at this uh, restaurant called Tenacion's in, in, in Colorado. So they're, uh, the place was rocking. The fans were good, and the, the stadium was bumping. And I just like the atmosphere, the, the whole mile high, and how the fans are reacting. I think they're a solid franchise. And they seem, everyone seems to love Teddy Bridgewater, and he seems to be thriving there, and it's fun to watch him. <laughs> They've got Melvin Gordon. I mean, they, they really do have a decent roster, and 
they're playing right. for their coach. Like, I don't know. Like, I don't know how to explain it because I don't think anyone expected the Broncos to play like this coming into the season. No. And they were, they were pretty much in the hardest division in football. And I'm just really impressed by how they've handled themselves. If I, uh, if I was a Broncos fan and I had Teddy Bridgewater right now, I'd be super happy too because last year they had Drew Locke and yeah. he was not very good for them. So I, yeah, having the, someone like Teddy Bridgewater like Did we day. talk about the Patriots trying to get him in the offseason? Yeah. They should have paid him. At, <laughs> oh, gosh. It would have been such a great Cam? pickup. Yeah, instead of Cam. Yeah. I would have felt more secure, obviously. I mean, yeah, Teddy... Teddy is basically like, he's the reason why the Broncos are just like really like, above average, solid, fundamentally sound. Like they have a good defense. He's T Mac. Yeah, he's he's T Mac. He doesn't he doesn't he make hurt. like crazy mistakes. No, but. he he got hurt with Minnesota, but he was before that. Everyone's like, this dude, this is solid. He's a great quarterback. He does right. he does everything right. He makes great throws. Everyone was raving about him before when he played for the Vikings, and uh, you know. Not like a world beater, but he was definitely someone who could run, run an offense, and he's uh, very capable. All right. Now, moving on to the last two, last three games we got here is the Seahawks and Steelers. Um, this one for me, Russell Wilson's out. We got Geno Smith coming in. Didn't know Geno Smith still existed, but here he is <laughs> playing for the Seattle Seahawks. And yep. Steelers are quite inconsistent, but sometimes their defense shows up, and I like them as well. But, I mean, I like Metcalf. I like Lockett. Uh Oh gosh, this is a tough one for me because I really don't, I really don't trust Geno Smith, especially my years watching him in the Jets. So I'm going to go Steelers on this. I'm going to take uh, T.J. Watt and the Steelers defense. Who you got on this one? Yeah, for me it's easy, easily a Steelers pick, just because it, I can't trust Geno Smith in Pittsburgh against that defense, and not that. Not that the Steelers' offense is that much better because yeah, Big Ben has been awful this year. Mm-hmm. He's, he just looks so bad. I'm surprised. I'll be surprised if he doesn't retire after this year. He's just a and giant sausage running around with legs. That's it. <laughs> yeah, exactly. There was like the funniest play that happened where he just like fell over with nobody around him. <laughs> just like, dude, you so are, you're done. He's just, he He's just looks done. done. But the Seahawks, like, yeah, I can't trust Geno Smith. And the, the Steelers still have a top defense. So I think there's going to be like a pretty low scoring yeah, I, I think it's going to be more on the low-scoring side, more defensive, but the Seahawks have no defense. So, again, I'm, no. I'm picking the Steelers. Gino gave us a great touchdown to Metcalf, and then he... Yeah, he looked, then he, he looked he good, picked, actually. He picked. He got picked off in the last part of the game, though, and it really pissed me off. I was like, all right, well, now... Yeah. There, there it goes. Hey, Gino, he looked, goodbye, He Gino. looked very good in that, like... That opening uh, drive? Know, yeah. That one hat. No, I mean, just, like, for coming in, like, w- when he came in, like, third quarter or whatever it was. I don't yeah, remember exactly, but up. he looked... He looked pretty solid, like I, not awful. Yeah, I watched so. uh, Sights and Sounds, you know, the NFL thing that they put on YouTube. And yeah. he was pretty fired up, like, and he was focused. He looked good. And then, like, he went in and they were talking to him on the, on the, uh, like, over his headset. And he, he looked so confident. And then all of a sudden he threw that pick. And I was just like, oh, gosh. Is everything <laughs> changed? He was all pissed off. And I was just like, oh, dude, I love Sights and Sounds. It really gives you, like, an insight to, like, what the players are like happening on the sideline and all that stuff and how they're reacting. Like Russell was going up and down the sideline, like trying to motivate all the players. Cause he was nervous. Like you could tell he was so nervous. Cause he was just like, damn it. We're going to lose this game now because <laughs> Geno Smith, I would yeah. be too. I mean, starting quarterback, you don't want to give up that spot. All right. So we got two more games. The, the teams that we, we sport, we'll start with you. You have a really tough matchup bills versus Titans who we got on this one. Yeah, I'm taking the Bills, unfortunately. I, 
<laughs> I'm not gonna be a homer and take the Titans here. There's no way. That's I think the boy. Bills, the Bills have been like the best team. I think you know power rankings wise, they're probably number one right now, after coming out and trashing Kansas City. I think it was in Kansas City too. In Kansas City, in Arrowhead. In national TV, like, yeah, I'm definitely taking the Bills here, just because the Bills have. Well, like the top offense, maybe, maybe a top five offense, yes. and the Titans have a bottom five defense, probably. Yeah. So it's like it just doesn't. It's just a bad matchup for them, and yeah. So I think the Bills are going to come out. Hopefully, they don't embarrass us on national TV. Hopefully, it's a close game. But oh, it's cooking. Um, we'll see. <laughs> I'm going to take the Bills too here. Uh, they're a very good team, and I foresee them doing big things this year. So. Uh, just, yeah. Just lean on Derek. All I can say is just lean on Derek Henry as yeah, much as possible. That's yeah. Slow the game down. Keep yeah. keep the keep the bills off the field, but exactly. they're they're so oh, they're so well oiled. But we've we've seen it before. I mean, they can knock them off. It's it's it can happen. Which proceeds to the next game matchup, where I foresee foresee a big knockoff. I really am going to take the Patriots in this game against the Cowboys. I am supporting them, and I'm supporting them. And if there is a team that we can beat that we are not supposed to beat, it's definitely the Cowboys. It's happened over the years. Um, Zolak on 98.5 The Sports Hub says so. So I am going to go with this this team. I don't know. Something in the water. I feel it. This is the, the one Patriots bias pick I'm going to go with this year. <laughs> I am picking the New England Patriots on this spot. What, you, do, you, what uh, do you think? Been, been drinking a lot of St. Adams. Oh, right? I have. A little, a little Boston <laughs> Lager. They just give me that brick red, you know? <laughs> uh, yeah, for, I mean, I'm definitely going with the Cowboys here. Oh, like, you trash. It's pretty... <laughs> It's honestly for me, it's not like I had no hesitation. I'm taking the Cowboys. I think oh I just think that Cowboys are like they've been pretty good. I love and the Cowboys. They're the best team in the NFC. I think they're they're better than the Bucks. I think they're the best team in the NFC. You can disagree with me. I really think that they have a chance to make the final four. I'm just giving you my position. I just I just think it's one of those weeks where they get popped. I don't think it's a week where they're gonna be bad. Yeah, Pop, I mean if, if you're if you're like kind of doing a gut feeling type thing, then. Sure, but I think just like just on, on paper, like going on paper and yeah, you know, yeah. lot like I guess I, I just feel like yeah, yeah like logically yeah. the Cowboys should win. They're like yeah, they're they favored should. to win for sure, and yeah. they have a top offense. I think in the Patriots, I mean the Patriots looked kind of bad against the Texans last week with, you know, whoever their quarterback is Mills. Yeah, and yeah. I, I mean they're gonna have to obviously clean that up if going up against Dak and and Zeke and. Red Cooper zone. and Lamb and all those guys. So, yeah. yeah so I'm, I'm. I mean, I'm taking no. Uh, no offense to the Patriots. I like the Patriots, but I just think the Broncos. I just think not uh, the Cowboys. Are gonna, yeah, I, I think it's. I think. It. I think Mac Jones is due in the red zone. I just think that he's going to put it together this week, and the defense is going to get their act together. Kyle Van Noy is going to remove head from ass, and they're going to play really well. So that's my thoughts. I, I really think it's coming. I will definitely be rooting for the Patriots, <laughs> no doubt, because I am. I just nobody likes the Cowboys unless you, no. you either love them or hate them. So. Exactly. <laughs> and we are not fans. <laughs> no. <laughs> exactly. Definitely not. So I guess, I mean, you know, we got to go over to the EPL now and, and talk a little talk a little footy. Talk a little British soccer. Maybe a little La Liga, maybe a little Bundesliga. Who knows? Can, can you do this next segment in a British accent? Oh, absolutely. <laughs> that was terrible. The feeling going up, but we're going to go down here in Liverpool. Here we are, Man City, Aston Villa, Wolves. We're going to be on it in the Premier League today. Brentford versus Chelsea, one nil. No, it's it's. I this. <laughs> the, <laughs> I am so excited to talk about football this week, just because footy 
It's uh, Liverpool won big, and then Man City beat Burnley 2 nothing. But, you know, Liverpool sits in the two spot. I'm obviously mad that Chelsea won. But, you know, you can't have it all. They beat Brentford one nothing. We lost to Brentford, so... But okay, give me give me some opening thoughts on what you thought happened today. You got Leicester against United losing four to two. Have a barrage of goals towards the middle to the end of the game. What's your thoughts on Ronaldo, United, and all that kind of stuff? I got some heavy thoughts on Ronaldo. Yeah, I mean that game was awesome to watch. That was a really fun game to watch, and I just I don't know. I was kind of just enthralled in watching Leicester. That whole like segment you just talked about. I think it was a like a four or five minute span where there mm-hmm. was like three goals and then shortly after there was a fourth um, by Leicester and I mean Man City just fell apart it was glorious to watch (laughs) I don't know if I have that many thoughts but I think just throughout the week all the best teams all the best teams won you know like Liverpool Man City and Chelsea I guess those are the top three I'm leaving Man I think Man United is not I deliberately left Man United out of that when I said the best teams won so so those are my thoughts on that uh you got Greenwood and Rashford who scored in the game, right, for United. I think, okay, so I was explaining this earlier to a friend. I, my, my biggest problem with United is they have no chemistry identity. Their coach seems confused. Harry Maguire is all over the place. He, he played so poor. In the first half when they gave up their the first goal, he kicked it back. It was a free kick, actually, and they, they kicked it back towards um, the other center back. I think it was Vereen. And it was very lazy. He got the ball stolen from him. They Lester got an easy goal to uh, Tittleman's. And um, I, I just, I don't know. I, I We talked about how we felt like Harry Maguire played differently, played with more tenacity all over the pitch. And he just is completely invisible. And who knows if the, he used to play for Lester. So maybe it was too much for him to take that in and play against his old team. And it was tough. But I mean, he's played against him before. It just, he got a lot of booze. I enjoyed it. I love Harry Maguire, but I don't like United. So, I like to see them struggle. I got to see Mason Greenwood score, who's like my favorite player on United. I think there's a serious issue with Cristiano Ronaldo, Bruno Fernandes being on the same pitch. They play so well together when they're with Portugal, but they seem to conflict. I don't know if you, when you watch Ronaldo, if you like the way he moves around the top. It kind of bothers me sometimes because he takes away from Sancho on the left side a lot. And then uh, Lingard playing in the midfield and also Greenwood or Rashford coming in, Martial, Cavani. I think he really frustrates some of the players by the way he... I know it's his job as the nine spot to create space, hit, hit your, you know, um, curve your runs, make sure you're in there. He's trying to bike it. I don't know if you saw that. He tried to bike it in there. He, it just seems like he's trying a little too hard. He needs to relax and just be the nine. Play selfless. Now, honestly, play on the back foot a little bit. Like, he's always trying to break um, the offsides line. Always, always, always. And I'm always good for a good pass, Right. I don't know how you feel about this, but like as a nine, sometimes you got to sit, hold, turn, pass. But that's like that's like selfless football, and I don't think he plays that style. But when you're playing in the prem, that's what you got to do. Sometimes you can't you you can't just take everything on yourself, especially today's day and age. I mean, would you agree, Caleb, that maybe 20 years ago you could do something like that, but like now because it was really more offensive minded then, and now like the defensive side of um, the EPL is just so different, and I just don't think that that style works. They they hold the line so well, and I just don't. Do you have any thoughts on this? Yeah, definitely, definitely agree. And I mean, the other side of this is maybe Ronaldo could have done that, you know, like 10 years ago, mm-hmm. 
but definitely not at this stage. And yeah, I mean, I think we always said when he joined United that he was kind of, it was like a really good thing for Sancho and Greenwood and and um, Rashford and those guys. But at the same time, he's kind of you know taking their spot a little bit. And yeah, I think we saw that today for sure. But I mean, I think when I said that, like Man United is not one of the best teams, I th- I just think they're outside the top three. Yeah, and you know <laughs> that's being not the best in the press. Yeah, which is you got crazy, <laughs> which is crazy. Yeah, I think I think they're probably four. They're like right up there. They can still be a win Champions the Champions League. League, you know. Right, exactly. Yeah, they're they're still a great team, but you know they have some they have some holes. I, I guess like out of nowhere, Maguire just has a, like a bad game like this, and even Pogba didn't even play that well today. No. Which you expect him to kind of hold hold things down, but yeah, I don't know. Overall, it was just a bad game. It happens. Like it's. The Premier League, the best league in the world, and Leicester is like what they're middle of the table this year. Mm-hmm. But you can't, you can't, there's no like you can't have any letdowns in the Premier League. It's crazy, and a game like this going losing to Leicester is just huge. Like it makes a huge difference in in the season. Like every single game in the Premier League, the, the Premier League is basically like a playoff game, and it's like counts so much. So yeah, I just I just don't think Man Man U is up there with those other three. So. No, yeah, and, those and are my thoughts. to some of my larger points, when I, I talked about, I just wanted to see the chemistry and how it worked. I, I still can't wait to see them play against Spurs and um, some of the better clubs in Arsenal. Like, yeah, I know it's like they're not always the best uh, every year, but the Prem is hard. The Prem is very hard. It's hard to win a game. Like, Liverpool lost to Brentford and had to recover quickly. And I want to see the matchups against City and Liverpool now with Manchester United because I, oh, yeah. I really feel like it will shade people to be like, all right, yeah, they still have Virgil van Dijk. They still have Stones. They still have Laporte. Like, they can't get past these defensive lineups. And they play so consistent. It's the margins of error right now because of City and Liverpool are so small. You have to – you can't – like, look, Liverpool hasn't even lost a game. You, they, like there's been some years in the last five years that those both those teams barely gave up three like less than three or four goals a year. Crazy. It's just crazy. It's, the 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 margin for error is so small, and it's and that's why I always say like when I got when I got the the, the tie last week against City, I got one point out of it is because it's over and over again I've seen City get that tie early on in the in the fall, and then we get the loss in like February, and then that's when we lose the league. Literally one game. And that's like my always been my fear of Liverpool when they play against City is because they play so they'll play so well the first time and then the second time they won't. But they they saw like when Salah plays well and some of the other players play well because usually it's like a zero zero draw or one one all um, game. And when the Liverpool players don't perform, I get nervous because City players always perform like they're always on top of their game. But right. now without Sergio Aguero, I the tide has changed defensively and Pep is still a great coach and he's gonna he's gonna play it to the very end of a game in the 90th minute but I think that Liverpool has the edge I'm gonna go on a limb I'm gonna talk about Liverpool for just a couple seconds I have been impressed with Firmino obviously because I was hard on him in the beginning of the season Jota took his spot now he comes out and gets three goals but they look well oiled and this is what like was it like three years ago remember they went on a streak or they didn't lose at home for like I don't know almost like a, a season and a half they didn't lose at Anfield. Right. And Mon, that was when Mane, Salah, and Firmino were all on point. And look what happened today. All three of them scored in the 5 nothing win against Watford, and they played unbelievable. Trent was on form, Robertson was on form, Van Dyke was on form when the last time this happened too. And they've got the same... I like Nebi Keita, 
who started today. Um, I think he's a great player. He should be playing more, and he should. He blows. I, I'm sorry, but like as a young talent and someone who's going to be there for this team long term, I didn't. I didn't like when all the compared to Kata. And I think he brings more of a pace to the team and, and more of a stretch. And then obviously with the new kid and uh, Chris, was it Chris Jones? Hank. Yeah, so Nebby Kate is a great player. You got Jordan Henderson in the middle, Jason Milner, and they have the, I don't even know how to say that guy's name, Task Miska or whatever his name is. It starts with a, like the TS. Yeah, I, I know who you're talking about. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. I love him too, and he, he plays the, the back position. But no one for me plays be, like the back position better than Robertson and Trent. And they're playing really well right now. Robinson is all over the pitch. Defensively, sometimes they can both be a liability. But passing-wise and on that right side, I saw Trent make the dirtiest play this, today. I honestly think he's the best passer I've ever seen in my life. He's, he, the way he distributes the ball is better than Pogba. I will say it, and I will die on my hill. And I, I am a little biased, but I have to go with what I see. He, he, the passes he makes to Salah up the side. Salah's got to be like... Just the happiest man on the planet, you know, play, playing with this kid because he really picks it out and puts it in a place for him to always make a play on that side. And I think that's why Salah has a lot of success, you know, going forward into um, the year. I think it's going to be huge, and I think it's going to be a game breaker. I'm super high on Liverpool right now. Come at me. I'm ready to go. <laughs> Gosh. Yeah, I mean, can't argue too much with that. I guess only question I have for you is mm -hmm. when we were going on about Man City and... Liverpool, and that whole thing. How come you didn't mention the word Chelsea one time? <laughs> because I top, don't... Top of the league, just want to throw that out there. I know, they're top of the league. I... <laughs> okay, so I, I, I actually will say something good about them because I think it's important to make sure I'm open and honest about my assessment. They've played Ruben Loftus-Cheek, which I fully agree with, shaking up the lineup because they were struggling a little bit, especially in the Champions League. They have given themselves a chance to be better because of how they're, they've adjusted on the fly. And I, I don't like to say that because I don't want them to be successful. But I don't know if you've ever watched Ruben Loftus-Cheek, but he's a big, big uh, midfielder. And he is, he's a British guy, and he's been hurt for the last year or so. But I love the way he carries the ball and pushes up the field. But the French coach, I forget his name. He's the one who was for PSG, who's now the Chelsea coach. He has identified the strength in, in that and changing up the lineup because they kind of went stale. They didn't really score as, as much goals the past couple weeks, but they've maintained the lead. They've done well. Timo Werner and Lukaku are great up at the, up at the striker position. Lukaku is obviously solid. He's had a good year so far. Um, he, uh, last couple weeks, he, didn't, he hasn't scored, but he's, uh, he's definitely like you know one of the most solid. He reminds me of like, the way Harry Kane plays, and well, not currently because Harry Kane is sucking really bad lately, but the way he holds the ball, he's a true number nine, and I love watching Lukaku play, obviously for Belgium too. He, he actually had a great um, international break um, along with Van Dyke too, had a couple goals. But what can I say? I hate Chelsea. They can go screw. <laughs> They're on the top of the Sweet. league. I get it. Uh, I just don't. On their name. They can't. <laughs> no, they. Can, I don't think they can maintain. They cannot maintain this. I. I really don't think they can. And and I'm I, with you. I, I agree. But we gotta give them the the respect. I'll, I guess, I'll get, yeah. for being top of the top of the table. I guess so. <laughs> Still early, but yeah, I, I don't see them holding on for sure. And you're right. I mean, I watched. I didn't watch the full game for Liverpool. I just watched some highlights. And I mean, Salah is playing out of his mind right now. Mm -hmm. He. 
Is Did you like, see the goal? Yes, I saw the goal. <laughs> and even like that goal obviously was amazing, but the first goal, Mane's goal, that pass was crazy too. Yes. Salah's like outside foot, curled it in, perfectly placed. It was yeah, he floated a, a it. A thing of beauty. You know what it reminded me of? Messi. What? Messi, yeah. That was, I mean, a, that was a messy goal. I, Sa- I looked at it, I was like, oh my gosh. <laughs> Salah right now, like, in all honesty, he's playing like one of the best players in the world right now. He's yeah. like, he's up there. If, if, um, if you know, we were going to say like top five players today, Salah has to be in there somewhere. I agree. I think it's between him, Holland. I think uh, Holland's getting a lot of buzz too. I want to talk about him. I, uh, I'm here in Bayern, Bayern Munich stuff. I really don't want to see it. I'd really rather him go to like PS, yeah. PSG or, or like one of the big clubs in England or even Real so we can watch Mbappe go to Real too. Because I'm not anti La Liga, okay? I know <laughs> I talk like I am sometimes. <laughs> I, want them, I want the La Liga to be successful because I think it's better for Europe. But I hope he goes there be, just because of that. He just seems like a Real Madrid. He, he reminds me of like a Zidane. Like, I don't know. He's just a big beast and he just dominates. Like, what are the time of Beckham and Raul and all them? I don't know. He just fits right in in that white with that emblem. Um, yeah. And then we will obviously, would you, you're the one you want to see Mbappe go to Real or do you want to see him go somewhere else? I mean, I think, I think it's, I think he wants to go to Real. I don't know if where I want him to go, I guess mm. would be. Well, who do you want yeah. to see him play with? You know, I mean, that's, the, yeah, that's always I guess, the big question. Yeah. I mean, I guess it depends like who's going to go. If Holland goes with him to Madrid and uh, yeah, that would be, yeah. that would be dope. Like, I think everybody will see that. But yeah, I think I, just, I think he fits that same kind of like to Holland. me. What, what you said about Holland is how I feel about Mbappe to Madrid. Like yeah. he just feels like he he fits that team somehow. Yeah, and he's just, like the next. Those two will be like the next <laughs> two big superstars to take Madrid back to where they always have been. I guess, but yeah, I, I think I'm leaning Madrid for sure for Mbappe, and I guess it's I. I don't know if it's going to happen in the, like, January transfer window or if they're going to wait until next summer. They throw out some big I, bids for him. They, oh, yeah, man. I think they went up to 200, yeah. if, I don't, if I'm not mistaken, which is insane. He was, but. like, listed at, like, 185, I think, on the transfer market. That's, that's wild. Even that's wild. Yeah, it's crazy. I think, honestly, like, if they don't sell him, the crazy thing is that he walks for free yeah. in the summer. Yeah. So, like... That'd be silly if you're, P- if you're PSG, like you could bring you can bring Holland right in with that money, you know. Yeah, exactly. Another, another so. big player. So, I I I um. I'm I'm hopeful that Holland will get transferred to Liverpool. <laughs> <laughs> I I I yeah, feel like I mean, he's yeah, I feel like he fits the mold. Plus, he's German with Jurgen Klopp. I feel like maybe that there's a relationship there, and it could be pulled off. I would be surprised, but. Um, I, I don't feel like it, like with Harry Kane, we talked about it. I just don't feel like he's that mold. He, he, he has that fit, but I think Holland does. I think he's got that character, that, uh, the tenacity, man, like his passion for the game is next to no one. Like he really fights for the ball on every play. And I think that's a Liverpool. I'm sorry. I think that's a Liverpool, uh, asset. Sure. <laughs> I just love that. Yeah. I love that. Never walk alone. Let's go. A crazy pickup. If he went to Liverpool for Once. sure. All right, we're coming up on 50 minutes here. I don't know what else we got to talk about, but um, I think that might wrap it up. I think that might be that might be good. I, I, I feel like I vented a lot and got the Liverpool stuff off my chest. <laughs> I, I think I told the listeners we're only going to do a couple minutes of this EPL stuff, but that didn't happen. 
Well, I mean, with the day you had today in APL with Liverpool. I know, I'm excited. <laughs> yeah, you gotta, you gotta let it all out. Five nothing, and against Watford. Screw Watford, the worst. <laughs> I, the only thing is the Doge going on the arm. That's the only thing I like. The rest of it can go screw. I, <laughs> Watford, they had like a couple convicts on their team. I can't stand that team. Oh my god, they're the ugliest jerseys I've ever seen. I mean, come on, do you, down the middle with the triangle. No one likes triangles. And the color scheme is just pitiful. <laughs> no one likes triangles. No one likes triangles. <laughs> pitiful. You're coming out here rashing on triangles? <laughs> yeah. You know what? That's what I do. I trash on triangles if I got nothing else. Uh, that's funny. Uh, now my wife's laughing at me. <laughs> but yeah, anyway, thanks guys for listening to Project Sports. Uh, again, I'm Tim Doyle. My special guest on the show, Kayla Maciel. I've got... A few more guests coming on the show. We've got Kayla Harrington coming on tomorrow, actually, Sunday night. Um, we should probably get that out on Monday. Uh, tonight's episode will probably air tonight. Uh, I'm excited for it. I got my sister and Kim coming on the podcast. We talked about some topics we may hit on um, going forward. Some Project Life episodes. Caleb, everyone seems to be liking these Project Life episodes. They're getting a lot of good feedback on them. And I think it's, uh, it's working out well. And who else is coming on? And Jared, we're trying to get Jared on the show, you know. I don't know what's going on, man. You got to come on here. We got to get you on. The old, calling you out, Jay. Calling you out. The old, the old boss sports. We got to make the picks. Got to make <laughs> the picks. NFL. Let's go. Fantasy football. But uh, yeah, anyway. Thanks for listening to the show, guys. Take care.